You got three things in life when you're born. What your mama tells you, what the streets teach you, and what the future holds. But no one knows. That's the one you got control of. Way more chemical than political. PTSD from what I wait on the digital. It was snowfall and Reagan gave me the visual. Obama opened his doors knowing I was a criminal. Yo, 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 welcome back. It's another edition of Snow School. This is edition two. Second class is in session. We're going to cover episodes four through six. I am Spike Lou from the Realville Media Network. Joining me. Yeah, man. Holla your boy Animal underscore Brown. Instagram, Twitter, and Snap. Hey, man. I'm excited. I've been waiting three weeks to talk about this damn snow. Yeah, man. We back in the pocket. So let's get right to it. Of course, we seen some surprising shit at the end of episode six that we'll build up to with Melody. Mm-hmm. Sad to see it, man. Sad to see it. But we're going to get there. We're going to start episode four. Yeah. And where we left off the last time, I didn't know. If so, well, you didn't know if Soledad was dead or not. We didn't know. Soledad was a DEA agent. Now, to be fair, they did show it in the previews, and they kind of talked about it a little bit. But you missed that. Yeah, come so, on. Yeah. You didn't. You weren't sure Soledad was dead. They did end up popping her. They meaning Gustavo and mm-hmm. um, the, the chick's mom. I can't think of her name right now. But they did end up popping her and kept it moving. Hey, they was bagging up the work like she wasn't even right. <laughs> kept it moving on her, and Gustavo yeah. told. He told the, the, well, excuse me, Gustavo mentioned why he killed her. Yeah. He told Reed the reason that he killed her is that she pretended to love us. Is that valid for you? Yeah. I mean, but that, because that, that also sends a message to Reed. Mm. Like, don't do us like this. Yeah. Yeah. That's don't it. act like you, you part of the family and don't like, act like you one of us or whatnot and then betray us. This is what happens if you betray us. You're going to get shot in the back of the head. You're not going to see it coming. Mm. And we're gonna keep it moving like nothing happened. The mom was like, I hey, just make sure they never find her. That's it. Yeah. The mom and, is a savage. Yeah, it's tough. And that's how you're gonna get done in, Reed, if you do anything that makes us question your loyalty. That's it. That's why it was just a message. Yeah, all that was. And it wasn't nothing wrong with it. And I think Reed definitely took that to heed. He's taking messages from everywhere. There's some more that we'll get into later. So I'm not I'm not mad at that at all either. I think this is probably one of the best things Gustavo did since he's been there. Yeah. I'm not sure if people are going to come back looking for it. At this point, I wasn't sure if people were going to come back looking for it. I thought it was a good move because Reed made people disappear before. So it wouldn't be uh, too far-fetched to think that, you know, once this happened, that Reed would be able to handle it. And I think Gustavo took that under consideration, too. Like, I mean, you CIA, you should be able to take yeah, care of it. Yeah, you got this. Just make sure nobody finds her. Yeah. And All they right? did that, man, Breaking Bad style, decomposing the body with the – they with definitely toxins. pulled a Walter. They definitely pulled a Walter White. Absolutely, before Walter White. Uh, tough, eighties <laughs> Walter White. All right, we moved on, and then the re- we go to raids happening at all of Franklin spot. The last episode left off with the officer Caesar. No, it's not officer. Caesar. <laughs> Shout out to our homeboy Caesar. <laughs> Shout man. out to Caesar, man. But the officer that's in the uh, Franklin's neighborhood, Andre, Andre's telling us that you know something, telling the chief he thinks something big is happening, something that they need to address, and this leads to them raiding all of Franklin's spot. Yeah. Uh, as they're raiding the spot, Uncle Jerome wasn't going for it. They tried to put their hands on Auntie. He took a mean L at the hands of LAPD, as we've seen before. This is based off real life events. Capital L. Took a mean L. And uh everybody in the crew got locked up. 
Were you surprised that Andre was able to pull this so quickly, or do you think they just moving the plot along fast? Were you surprised at the power that he had? Yeah, no, no, no. This this is a plot device to move it along. Mm-hmm. Um, however, uh, uh, several interesting notes during this raid. Number one, okay. the Michael McDonald plan during the raids. <laughs> Fire! You love the the alternate behind the scenes thing playing like they do in uh, what's your movie that you love? What's that? Uh, love Spring Breakers. Yeah, oh my God, look like d- that. Totally different from what's going on on scene. It kind of makes it more dramatic. One hundred percent. I agree. The, with the juxtaposition of records that don't fit this type of scene, you wouldn't think, but when you listen to them, the tone of them contrasted with what's going on on screen is super duper dope like that's Facts. one of the things that they do best other shows and as a matter of fact fx has a knack of doing this because they did this with sons of anarchy their yeah. montages at the end of episodes used to be just like this they would take songs that didn't necessarily fit the vibe and they would montage it with shit at the end of the episodes and it'll be very dope sometimes super violent with happy-go-lucky songs like it was just it's a really dope um plot device that if i was making tv this would be Part of my shit for show. Um, I also noticed that he was the only black dude on the police raid squad. Mm. That was another thing, and you can see that kind of got to him a little bit. He started so peeping around shit. At people what was going on, especially how bad they was treated. Exactly. And again, you mentioned our homie. I know a guy who joined the force, and he was like, "Man, I'm gonna keep it a thousand. When they be busting, dude. When they busting like the black dudes." They be a little too excited about that shit, and they I love be that looking shit. like and, exactly. And and to be fair, I've heard. Police officers that are black say the same thing. Andre saying, "Well, I'm going to change it from the inside." So that's not a far fetched like storybook type thing that they just throwing in For the sure. TV. Like people actually do think that way. And then, like you said, you look up and you see like, did I create a can of worms by even saying anything? Maybe I should have just Pandora's took the bread. Box. Right, I should have just took the bread from Franklin and turned my right. head. But actually, he thinks he's saving the neighborhood. But he don't actually think. Go ahead. The problem is, it's one of him. Mm-hmm. And it was 35 of something else. And so you think that in theory it sounds good. I'm going to get in and change it. Right. But you won against a million. The numbers just don't fit. It's going to take more than just Andre to sit here and be like, I'm going to change it from within. True. So that's the tough part. And he tried to have a conversation with Franklin to explain to him what he's actually doing to the community. And yeah. Franklin, like, let's get this bread. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I I feel like that he thinks this is a last resort that he had to do this that he gave Franklin the opportunity to kind of turn it down, and, and this is the result. And he was telling him, "I'm gonna hurt your family, I'm gonna hurt your friends, I'm gonna hurt everybody that you think is cool with you," and he did. But the reason he, why he's taking it so personally too is Franklin still at this point is still shooting shot at his daughter. Mm. He's still like he don't know that for the, sure though. He don't know how closely Franklin almost into. About to tear that down, though. Yeah, he don't know it for sure. But he's it, it, there's a personal aspect when his daughter is involved. That's, That's true. Family, so he's he's going a little bit. At, I'm taking your family. I'm taking your. Yeah. He's saying that partly because not only because he see what's the going community. on in the streets. It's more about melody. Hey, listen, that mm. that, that piece plays a part too. That's tr- a big part. Tr- of trust it. me. Yeah, and and he knows. Well, he has seen as a police officer everything that's coming with Franklin lifestyle, and he don't want his daughter to be exactly. caught up in there. But he seemed like he raised her right, though. I feel like that he don't give her enough respect on this show. It's like, you know, you came up right. Like, he, he got a tight leash on her. Maybe that's the reason. She was hitting the booger sugar in this episode now. Yeah, I, I said it seemed like he raised her right. <laughs> we definitely come to find out that that's not the case. So <laughs> that threw me off. I was like, damn, when the hell she started doing that? I ain't remember that. True. After the raids, Franklin gets with his lawyer and he has to get everybody out of jail. Yeah. 
How much do you think this cost Franklin? Yeah, it didn't hurt him though. I don't it think didn't it hurt, hurt him. him. Not in them time. Like niggas was getting money yeah. back. They was getting money, money, nigga, <laughs> back then. So it didn't hurt him. But to put a guesstimate on it, what a million? Nah, way more than that. Really? Yeah. If they raided as many houses, if they raided at least three drug houses, it's thirty niggas locked up mm. somewhere like that. Like he 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 put up a lot of money. A lot of money. He got that on, on deck. Yeah, but he though. got that on deck. I just, you know, just to to play logistics of how that happened. But uh, Franklin would have had to go get all of that cash, and this would seem like that that money from Javi is a little bit more presser on that now since I had to spend all this money with what was going on. But True. we didn't really get to visit Javi that. So Franklin got to address everybody when he got out. Right, Franklin yep. told them how they were a family and how he was looking out for everybody. But in turn, people need to look out for him. Yep. In the midst of that, I guess we figured out who the rat was. And Franklin, or Leon, makes an example. Do you think this was a Franklin call? Do you think it was Leon acting just, fuck this shit. Because I know he knows from previous seasons and episodes that Franklin really ain't about that life. Franklin ain't finna just put a nigga down. Right, right, right. Leon, do you think he just stepped up right here and was like, nah, fuck this. Franklin may have told me. Nah, this was definitely a Franklin call. Um, he got his New Jack City moment on right there, Nino Brown. Merc dude right in front of the crew. I, I think he's starting to see uh, the old adage, it's better to be feared than loved. Mm. So, and, and I think he's exercising that. You have to show that because if you don't, then people are going to look at you like you're weak. And Leon's been telling him that since day one. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I didn't see that coming, though. And I don't know if dude actually was the snitch. I think he was kind of being just irresponsible. Like, I, If I remember correctly, yeah. I don't know if he was actually like, I don't think Blankly it was. Yeah, I don't shit. know if it was a direct thing where he was snitching, but I guess Franklin was trying to say you need to be extra careful. Yeah, yeah. And if if that being the case, like you said, if it wasn't just a Leon call, it's kind of a a Breaking Bad moment mm. for Franklin, like where he's turning all the way bad. Because you, right. you can remember, even when he had gotten robbed in season one and had those issues with the guy that got raped, yep. he still wasn't very like willy nilly to kill them like, yeah, it, yeah, it yeah. took a lot for, for that to even happen and then Leon had to step up and do it so it makes you think has this game gotten to Franklin is he finally where he is full on drug lord and no longer <laughs> no longer Franklin sane anymore so that was definitely something that was running through and I think that they tried to do a good well they did a good job of actually putting when they showed his face and did the zoom in on it it was a great camera angle on Franklin now. yeah that was hard um, so after the meeting Unk want to pull up to Franklin. He want to have, well, excuse me, they're at the shop. Uncle want to have a talk. Seems like Uncle Jerome is having second thoughts. Mm -hmm. Being in the drug game, he just want to do audio. Is this fair for him, especially after taking that L from the police, being put in that position? Being that he had Franklin selling weed, showed him what the game was all about, helped him get to this. Is it fair for him to be like, you know what, I want out now. Let me let me go and punch my ticket. Yeah, it is because he sees mm. getting out of control. This ain't what he signed up for mm. when he had him selling nickel bags or whatever the fuck he said. Yeah. He quoted, this is not what he signed up for. And, and he, it's, he's looking like he just created a monster. Right. And I think deep down he knows where this is headed. You know what I'm saying? I, I, being the older person, I think he's probably the oldest out of them. You know the, what I'm saying? The old the adage. There's two, it's two ways out of the game. Yeah. You, you know, dead or in jail. Him being older than Franklin. Wiser. Wiser than Franklin. Having seen niggas come and go. Probably why he, when Franklin first brought coke to him, he's like, I don't Nigga, fuck please. with that. Right. Yep. So he knows, like he see the, the, the track that they're headed on. He know it ain't almost no way out. Yeah, and uh, I, I thought it was interesting too. Real quick, just to pivot, I, I didn't want to forget that mm -hmm. the, the him and Man Boy, 
uh, man boy, he's using man boy as kind of like a buffer between them and the and the police. Mm. And I think I think that's a pretty smart play by Franklin. You want to stay as far away from the actual hand to hands as yes. possible. Yes. You want it to be like it's got to take levels to get to trace this shit back to you. You know, I think I, that was smart. It was, and you bring up a great point and something that I want to hit on later. Please remind me. But I was wondering what Man Boy's whole thing was, even in being in this season, what was his point? And you saying that he's the buffer between him and the police, I actually Thanks. think that he's going to graduate to a bigger buffer between Franklin and someone else. But we'll get into that once we reveal more of the plot out. But I, I do feel like I know where the plot going with Man Boy now, and I hope you know that's maybe something we can get into. Uh, anyway, Franklin wanted to have some stress relieving stuff after this. Goes to the skating ring. Him and Leon nice on the – well, Leon nice on the skate. So I don't think Franklin knew how to get down. <laughs> he was struggling. Right. Franklin was selling dope. Leon <laughs> was skate. But uh, <laughs> we seen Franklin get out there. Melanie give him a hard time at first when he give him no skates. And then, you know, him and Mel go chill. They go in the back room. They get it in. We see Melody hit the powder. Yeah, that threw me off. Does this worry you? Oh, of course. It's got to be – and again, and it just may be my memory. Somebody mm-hmm. let us know. I don't remember her being on that previously. No, I think this was the first time they showed it. Yeah, this was this was kind of like out of the blue. But to be fair, to be fair, because I thought the same thing in the first watch, and she was like, "Wow, like she just on the powder like that." It was everywhere. True. People didn't know the ramifications then. Okay. And also, I think they painted the picture to where she was a little reckless when they they hey, showed her drinking. When she was at the opening at the auto place, like she's a little bit of a free spirit. She's not as uptight as her father would like her to be. And I think that they were kind of throw us like trying to show us, like you said, and also to push the plot along that, you know, she's open. She's susceptible to being falling into this world as well. Yeah. So that that was definitely like a a, a, a jab right there. It was like, oh shit, man. Yeah, that but threw me out, man. That hurt my heart right there. That did. That definitely. That was that was a, a low blow. She blowing it with that, man. I'm so like, no pun intended. <laughs> so we get to Auntie Louie and and well, excuse me. We get to the end of the episode as to where we see the ramifications at the house where Auntie Louie and Uncle Jerome are you know getting back in. We see him limping back to there, and. We have Mel come up trying to talk to Franklin, and Louie comes out and say, what is this bitch doing here? Yeah. Kind of putting her in, in the line of fire for what her dad did or did not do as far as stepping up and helping Jerome when them cops was beating his ass. Right. To be fair, cop, Jerome did two-piece the cop, too, though. He did two-piece it, and Jerome a big nigga. Yeah, you're going right. to get your ass <laughs> like, Jerome a big nigga. They're like, he had that coming. Yeah, no, you listen. So, to be fair, but... <laughs> I think Louie, we, we credit her as one of the smarter people on the show. Her overall thing is, it's you, it's y'all versus us now. Yeah. Like, you, you ain't, ain't none of yeah, this yeah, shit. You ain't none of this shit where you finna be here with Franklin and we, I'm gonna look over this because that's just your dad and you ain't really got nothing to do with this. This is y'all versus us. This is real. It's, you know, it, shit just got real and you on the other side. Yeah. So get the fuck away from my house. Yeah. And I think Franklin kind of set that line in stone as well. You got to, though. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, she that was a weak link, and he had to get rid of it, and he wouldn't be a man of his word if he didn't. So. You sleeping with the enemy at that point. Yeah. That reminded me of ATL when T.I. snatched the chain from He took the new. chain from him. <laughs> 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 Definitely took the chain from him. So. But now that, I, I, and I felt him, and that was cold, but, hey, man, listen, you got to be in this game, and he, he going to learn that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's you can't have – 
but that's too it's just too close, bro. Like you you still flirting with her, you still pulling up to the crib and asking for you're still and walking all that. out of his house. Bro, yeah. yeah, bro, you're running the block entirely too hot. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Sir. Like it's just it, it's no need for that. I'm with Auntie Louie on that shit, man. Get her out of here. And her and Melody's association with her father is going to haunt her a couple of times, you know what I'm saying, that we see mm. in these episodes right here. So she she's clearly over that shit her damn self. Um, before we leave this episode, though, okay. right before they were finna get raided, <laughs> I thought that shit was funny. The homie was talking. He said, hey, man, it's Han Solo niggas and it's Luke Skywalker niggas. <laughs> Han only believe what's in front of them. <laughs> them the niggas that only believe what they can see. Mm. Luke Skywalker niggas, they believe in a higher power, man, stuff that they can't see. And then that's when the door got the kicked door got in. kicked in. That was, that and it's dope. always funny when they get... When they do stuff like this in mid-conversation. Like, it's like right before just to see that? niggas react. Just to show how normal it is. Right, in, in, exactly. In that, like how niggas be. So they right. talking Star Wars shit. I, that was dope. I, I like that 100%. <laughs> Any other big takeaways from the episode for you? Um, Because they no. left us with that. Like we, we were going in episode five from four. Were anything that stood out to you as far as where it was headed? No, not really. I, I thought that um, I, I like where Franklin's folks, I think that was his dad that tried to warn him about Andre, he mm. was like, because because Franklin's like, I got to do something about Andre. Yeah, like, they, we, and everybody told him that the Auntie Leon, everybody's like, well, until Andre is figured out, we need to put a hold on everything because Franklin was trying to keep it business as usual, which I don't think was a good idea. And I think not. it was good for the team around him to say, hold up, bro. Yeah, some need to, some got to shake. You got to pump the brakes. He did, he did say, look, we need more lookouts, we need more runners, so faces don't get familiar. So he got a little bit of a game plan in place, but yes, Andre needs to be taken care of and. The thing is, when they say Andre need to be taken care of, frankly, I don't mean we need to kill this nigga and hide him. No, like, we're not going to do that. Like, <laughs> that's that's going to run it harder. Right. You no. Know, so I thought that was interesting. And, and it's good that they said that. Like they, they just try to go kill him on some vigilante shit. You got to play chess. Exactly. So we start episode five with them celebrating the raids. Uh, <laughs> celebrating the raids. Celebrating the raids, taking the niggas out. That's what they said. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> uh, but, you know, Andre and us celebrating with his homeboys and – we see something brewing. We're not actually, you know, you ain't privy to it, but you, I can, you can kind of tell that the chickens are playing, right? Clearly. Yeah, we, they, they clearly pointed that place. out, yeah, that it was in place. Andre didn't see it, but we did. Yeah. And um, make a long story short, she go back to the room with Andre. She steal his pistol and his badge after drugging him. Andre thought he was going to get him some. Kind of shows all to the comrade, also, excuse me, the comrade that Andre had with the rest of the guys. He didn't seem to be vibing with the police there. No. Especially after the raids when you brought up a good point how he was looking around to see how they were treating the people. It didn't seem like he would be as satisfied with what happened as he wanted to be. And then he got into it, and then the little cop got into it with the gal. Yeah, and he yeah. just kind of seen how he was talking how to How they him. were disrespectful and to And again, the them niggas was too excited about, mm-hmm. it's like, it's just it's just a uncomfortable feeling when it's like okay y'all are a little too excited y'all like y'all are literally throwing a party like somebody just turned forty or something right. you know what I'm saying like For putting niggas in jail yeah it's like so. if you look at it from a, a, a macro view it look kind of crazy but. And uh, he, and he, can, he could peep that. He could peep that though. And I love to know if cops struggle with that for real, because they, they're focusing on it right here. But it's something that you feel like the I cops, think black make, cops do definitely struggle with that as far as seeing that and going and trying to be a part of the squad, and having camaraderie with the people that you work with. Because as a police officer, that's probably what keeps you safe. True. People looking out for you, y'all having some type of correlation, the blue brotherhood. Yeah, all that. But shit. at the same time, you can't 
look at that shit and and feel like oh that's okay. No, I because don't think so. because at the end of the day, most of your shit is gonna be dealing with circumstances like that you. aren't necessarily in control of the, like like there's greater like it's it's simple. You can look at it a simple way, or you can look at it a little more deep. Mm-hmm. You can look at the simple way, like oh Andre, I mean excuse me, Franklin is fucking up his neighborhood, or you know this person is fuck up their neighborhood selling this blah blah blah. But then you can look at it with a little more depth and be like. Like is it a, is it a setup? Like is this whole scenario, this whole project we living in, this whole situation, a setup? set up by forces bigger than them, and they don't yeah. know that they're pawns in this game right. that's being played? So like, like there's ways to look at it. So you definitely have to fight yourself uh, with that. That's why Andre needed that getaway in the club. He was in the club making love like Usher. Oh man, yeah, he was all the way Nose out of the loop, wide <laughs> open, nigga. <laughs> He would tell when a nigga don't get out like that exactly. and don't get no attention, boy. That he nigga needed was that. Wild. He was trying to take it back to the room. Let's go now. That nigga didn't get no ass, and he got his badge and, and uh, <laughs> strap took. Yeah, long night for Andre. So he wake <laughs> up. He let the people know that he got robbed. Didn't go as he seen. He thought it was going to go. He thought that they would have a little bit more acceptance and, you know, be, oh, that's all right, Andre. We'll go find Please. out who did this. Now, nah, nigga, <laughs> you're a nigga, too. He had, he had his uh, I'm not black, I'm OJ moment right here yeah. where he thought shit was going to be cool but it wasn't and, and you know we find we seen the tension in the air Andre was kind of surprised by it um, mom and Franklin pull up to the real estate well anything from that you no that? I mean look we knew it was a setup you could smell it yeah. you know what I mean and I don't know if they were to make that obvious it was one of those things that's obvious to the audience but not to the character yeah. which that's I'm cool going with through it. yeah and, and to I didn't know how effective just a badge and a gun being stolen would be, to be honest. I didn't either. I didn't know if this was going to be like where they would be, who gives a fuck? Right. Or if it would be a big deal. And obviously it was a big deal. Because you can plan it. Tough. Like, you don't know what's Uh, happening there. That was smart. That was was. a smart play, by the way. That was was a good move by Franklin. Franklin. That was uh, one of Auntie's friends as well that worked at the spot with her. Yep. The chick she killed, so. Like that. Also, we go on to Mom and Franklin trying to get their real estate done. Mm -hmm. Uh, They go in there and they, they, they have a, a tactic that they're trying to put forth as to where they can get the buildings from the slum lord that his mom used to work for. Yeah. Did you like this scene? Did it do anything for you? Did it kind of it kind of left me wondering what the end play was? Yeah, it 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 did, but I like the fact that we get the the cameo from the old boss again. Um so that way mom can and he knows what they what they up to. You think he know? Cuz well, he asked. He, he knows he how they got their money. He wasn't sure. No, he wasn't sure. Or was he being sarcastic there to me? To me, I thought... Possibly. I, I thought that he was, like, genuinely interested. We said, what, you hit the lottery? Like, he probably didn't think they hit the lottery, but he wasn't sure that Franklin was the kingpin out here either. Yeah, he may not know to the, to what extent. Okay. But he definitely know, because he made a little slight joke. Well, you, uh, whatever you selling or whatever, you know, <laughs> yeah. whatever. He tried to say, try to throw him under the bus or whatever. But I, I did like that scene. I am interested to see what it is that they do with this complex yes um i I saw an interesting question posed from that mm. because franklin did and his mom did refer to the guys a slum lord he didn't care about the people that were living in these communities they wanted to do this to make something better also we seen franklin trying to expand his empire so I don't know if Franklin is really genuine in saying, hey, I want to buy this to give black people a better place to live, or is he trying to turn this apartment complex into the Carter? Right. At hence point, if he is, then he would be a hypocrite for telling the guy that. I think he's trying opinion. to clean his money up. I, I, that's Nothing my with assumption. That. Like, you do a real estate, you can wash the money. I, I, well, okay, let me put it this way. This is what his mom is thinking. 
True, and and that's, that's what, what she, I that's exactly. What so I know his mom and what he's telling her is we're yep. gonna buy this and do this. But I'm thinking in the long scheme of things, when I see Franklin standing at the whiteboard trying to map out new territory and and, and further exclude himself from hand to hands and get more into distribution. That seems like prime territory that he may need. Yeah. So I, I'm not sure if that's the card or if that's going to be something he's actually genuinely trying to do. I, like you said, I'm interested to see how that plays out. Because you always see this when it comes to movies and, and honestly also in real life when you know people that are in that game, they always do things for the community still. Where they'd be supplying, you know, paying for the local football teams or, or the, you know what I'm saying, the, the Little League, this and that, or doing turkey drives. And they still do things. Killer Mikey say this all the time. He's like, man, y'all can say all that shit y'all want to about some of the cats that's in here, you know, that's in the street life. But they always, they come back to these neighborhoods and they do mm-hmm. things every holiday, every Christmas, every Thanksgiving. Nigga, they open up car washes. So, I mean, it's... You know, it, it, they, they, people have heart and they, and they have morals at the same time, but it's just, you know, they choose to get their money this way. And Killer Mike has always been the person to say, man, get, stack your bread and clean that shit up. Buy you a Subway. Yeah. <laughs> buy, buy, buy you two or three Subway Subways and get out shop. the game, exactly. dude. Clean that shit up. Ain't nothing but like 10K. Just keep, keep it moving. Just keep building <laughs> on them. And in the words of Master P, uh, get what you can get out. I mean, get what you can get and get out, man. Yeah. Time after time, can't enable. So you think this is a long play for Franklin? I hope it is. Yeah. <laughs> and I hope he's thinking that smart as well. I definitely. So we go from there. Uh, some sh- we, A little bit about Reed. We ain't been able to see a lot of Reed in the last couple of episodes. He's been trying to figure out how to get the work back flowing. He's dealing with this crazy Colombian. Yep. We go to Reed and sees he trying to figure out why the work ain't coming. And Colombian says, well, I don't have my club. If y'all remember, he asked Reed to get him a club in one of the previous episodes. And now Reed has not made good on that promise he has stopped delivering the work. This has Reed questioning his whole relationship and can he even get this done now because Reed got a new supplier. Yep. He had in the first couple of episodes, he had to find the airspace. He had to find a way to get it in. And now he don't even have product. So big deal, little deal, no deal for you having this situation with Reed and the Columbian and him wanting a nightclub. What do you think? Yeah, I, man, the Reed storyline is bothering me. It's this getting season. slow, ain't it? Bro, I'm not, I'm not feeling this, bro. Mm. I wasn't feeling the hallucination drugs, and mm-hmm. I, I wasn't feeling that. Even though I'm not really just a big fan of that type of storyline to begin with. I'm sitting here, I'm running back Sopranos you hate for the, the dream first time. Sequence. I don't like the dream shit. Every time I see that, I'm like, oh, yeah. fuck. A lazy trope I don't like filmmaking. I don't like when people go to that well. Yeah. So the Reed storyline, let me put that out there. The Reed storyline, I'm not really feeling 100%. Um, but I think he, he's a resourceful dude, and he knows the right people. Um, now my 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 question is, why is he including his ex wife in all of this though? I I don't see the benefit in that. Well, she had to be a, like. Remember, she was called into the office at the CIA, and they essentially sent her there to be with Reed to be an informant or kind of to monitor the situation as to what he got going on and he, she's supposed to be reporting back everything that she finds out which we will see will come up yeah. uh, at some point in time here later in the next episode but uh, she's only there to report back and, and make sure that he stays on task without getting this shit too far off the rails and yeah they, they off the rails uh, <laughs> well clearly if they trying to buy clubs and shit yeah, and this that, dude, uh, I mean like you, I, I too agree with like you what? this storyline ain't great <laughs> 
uh, just tell me how he's going to get the work from the dude and get the work yeah, flowing. Like, I really don't care about the crazy Colombian guy that wants a club. I'm not sure how this is going to pay off later in the future. Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. I did become more interested in the Reed storyline once Franklin's father had his input in episode six, but we'll get into that once we wrap this one up. So we had that whole situation where the workers start back coming if he gets the club for Franklin. Uh, Andre. Andre pulls his partner to the side tries to set him up to stalk Franklin so we can find out where Franklin so he can find out where Franklin is living. Yep. Andre wants to go back to his old roots where he was jacking niggas. Do you think did you take from this situation <laughs> that he was going to kill Franklin? That he's trying to rob Franklin? What did you think or take from this? No, nah, he just he just gathered some intel. That's all, so, so he can figure out how to make his next move. He told the dude to tell his family to get out of town. He told he his daughter to leave. Yeah, he did. It sounded like he be like we hitting the, the bunkers. Yeah. Like it's time to go to war. Is it, what it sounded like to me. It did sound like he was fed up. He got played. He know that Franklin is behind it somehow, mm-hmm. and he wanted to get a little revenge. Lucky for him, he it, that didn't it didn't happen that way. He got pulled over by the cops, and you know that saved the day. Um, what I thought was cool though, I love the fact that Franklin mom is next door to Andre, mm. uh, because now they have to run it, run into each yeah, other. It's always there, looming. It, it's always looming, and their scenes together, whether it even be a situation like how he just looked over his shoulder at him, they be fired, bro. Like I, I like that tension that again is just always hanging there because they have to run into each other. It's not a situation where we go five episodes and these niggas ain't seeing each other. Right. Like I, I like that it's they, they put them in situations where it makes sense where they have to run into each other and they're a constant reminder that the other is there. And I and I, I think that is very effective. Um that's one of the most effective parts in the in the show. Mm, I agree. Leaving from this episode, I'm I'm wondering, like you said, with the Reed storyline, where we're going with this, how this is going to affect Franklin and the main thing. And I'm also wondering what Andre got going on and how 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 deep is he willing to go to quote unquote handle Franklin? Is this something that he's trying to lose his job over? Right. Does he feel Career. this serious about it? Like is it really a neighborhood thing? Like you said, is it about his daughter? I would like some more clear motives on what he got going on instead of just like he hates Franklin. No, I, but I, no, I like that they're leaving it a little bit a little open. You don't gray. really know. Yeah, because now you don't know. It's, it's like how far will he go? Okay, you know what I'm saying. So maybe he. So this leaves the door open if he does do some crazy shit. It's not out of character. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because we're seeing he's slick getting obsessed with dude. Like, yeah, you know, what and I'm that saying? that's that's my problem with like, okay, how far is he willing to go? I, I do like that they're leaving it that okay. One thing in this episode though, we got to shout out to homie, and I'm mad I didn't look his name up, but dude that was in the wood that drove the car, um, his name on the show was Scully because Leon, uh, so he's trying to take over the territories, but he, they got to go through Inglewood, mm-hmm. and the dude that's running shit in Inglewood was homie that drove the little gangster dude, that the little blood dude in the wood. And I can't think of his name, but he Hold was on. fucking hilarious, dude. Are you talking about when they went to your boy house? When they went to dude's house. He was out. Yeah, and he was banging. He said, man, my man boy introduced. He's like, man, he crazy, though, man. You got to come. And he was banging the that little. That was dude from the wood? Yeah, that was the, the I driver, didn't even dude. I know that. That's yeah. funny. Hey, man. Hey, he was banging the music so fucking loud. I told you. Yeah, that scene was crazy as And hell. they were talking over the music. <laughs> and the nigga was like. The funniest shit about that scene is they were banging the music loud as hell, and they like, y'all hear that? Yeah, that's what like, what? <laughs> hear what, nigga? And then he went in there and beat the shit out of dude. He got a hostage in the room. I'm glad you brought that up. 
do you you agree with Franklin now or disagree with Franklin about con- continuing to want to do business with this guy? After his right-hand man report back, I don't know. Yeah, that, see, and that that's the million-dollar question. Mm. Uh, Leon got to literally – he has to paint the picture of what it was in there. Bro, we sitting here talking to – first of all, we're being warned that this nigga's crazy. Yeah. That's first and foremost. I ain't gonna lie. If I was Leon, I wouldn't care. Like, long as man boy dealing with him, get, leave me out of it. Long as I ain't never got to go to that nigga house no more. I that, don't give a, a fuck. Bro, if he run off with the work, I'm sorry. He just <laughs> ran off with it. I told you what it was beforehand. <laughs> like, I'm just letting you know but, now. Like, long as man boy dealing with this nigga, I'm cool with it. Dealing, but you even even if it's one degree away, you just don't want to be yeah, dealing with a wild card. Right, like not it, like that. Nah. He had a nigga hostage in the room. Hanging in there. Bro, like it just and he said he Murked him, sat back down like it wasn't shit. Blood on his face. He t- he dancing when he come out the little room. I'm like, bro, this nigga a wild card. I ain't got time for this shit. Yeah, that was big. I too. would advise him not to work with. That him. was big to expand into that territory. I think that was in Inglewood, right? Yep. So yep. Franklin trying to get out to Inglewood. So like with that and also move. the apartment purchases, we will see what happens there. Also, another thing before we get off this episode, did you get the whole thing when the the her ex boss sent the two guys to Franklin's crib? Like I guess they were gonna try to beat him up over. Yeah, I don't the, know what that, that was, was. That was forced. Yeah, what what they gonna like, do, bro? That, like that, just kind of it wasn't them clear up. what even like. Okay, you own the apartment building already. Did Franklin say he got it from him some kind of way before that happened? So like, why would you send people to beat him up if he just came by asking yeah, you? I don't know. To buy it, you say no. In turn, you're like, oh, you disrespected me by even asking, so I'm going to send goons to your house to try to beat you well, up. Well, they did kind of make it. It was kind of threatening. There was a little tone to it, though. Well, cool, but, <laughs> but, 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 but what, what a white dude like that, yeah, you know his answer. Okay, you can see me in court. Like, I ain't, like, ain't got to. He is shysty, but I don't know shiesty. if he's shysty enough to send the goons out. Because clearly his goons wasn't goon enough. <laughs> Franklin handled that very handedly. He and a uh, refund. Na- he need a refund on the goons, tough. Uh, so Franklin handled that very handedly, and now he has that that area, so we get to see what he does with it. For sure. Good episode. Actually, I agree. Out of, yeah, good episode out of the three. Now, I, like, I like four. I think four was the best one, though. I think six. Mm-hmm. Since we're getting to six now, let's, let's go on and move into six. We move into six and get to see what happens with the backlash of, excuse me, Confessions is the name of six. For sure. We get to see Gus, how he killed Solar Dead, and they got rid of the body, and they, they recap all of that. Going into six, it was big because we get to see, well, excuse me, Andre's daughter didn't go out of town. She was arguing with him about college. So we get to see the fruition of that, and after her, she gets, did we talk about her getting beat up? No, that happened in this episode. Oh, okay, yeah. So, yeah, she gets beat up in this episode. Yep. All right. They jumped her at the beginning. Because of her dad, also backlash from the raids that's still happening. Yeah. She in the, the hood hollering at her home, girl. They know that she's Andre's daughter. She takes a mean L. Yeah. Were you expecting that? No, nah, I wasn't, but I, I like how they're making they're making conflict for her. And not just the obvious conflict of her messing with Franklin, who is now turning into the Birdman. That would have been a layup to make some type of conflict with that. They actually are showing conflict with her family member, her dad. Right. I like that they flipped that. Um, and again, it's not only coming from her her personal life with her friends. It's coming with her personal life from, you know, a possible little boyfriend or whatever. Like, right. it's coming from all angles. So you can't escape it. She you know tied, what I'm saying? She being pulled, like, three different directions. E- exactly. And I like that they had – they showed a homegirl. Homegirl was in the projects. Yeah, she don't need to be in the hood, no way. Like, you, you, you got you to see come what I'm over saying? my house. Right. You got to, you know what I'm saying? You got to come <laughs> over my house. I ain't coming over there. 
her homegirl was in the projects just to show the disparity of what the way one person is living versus the other. Right. And so I, I, I thought that was a nice touch. That was a smart play on, on, on the writer's part. So in this episode also we leave that were you upset with how Andre was able to put together that Franklin was behind this whole setup thing where the chick took his gun? Took his badge. No, I'm, you think he should be able to figure that out. I give him one stupid moment at the club with him not knowing this is a setup, but right. I can't give him two stupid. After moments. this like, happens, oh, you got to realize. Who was that? Yeah, okay, right. come on, bro. So yeah, it is. You should. We should be cool with that. <laughs> I give him some bail on that. So we visit. Gus is is buying shit. In a couple of episodes, we really didn't touch on it because that storyline really ain't popping. Uh, Gustavo. Yeah, Gus. he wasn't in the ep. He's talking about. Hold on. We remember he he paid the dude in the wheelchair for sure to go away. We really didn't hit on that. Yeah, he, he wasn't even in episode five. Right, but in four he paid him to go away. So now we're seeing that come back. And Gus is kind of buying properties. He's buying a store. All of this to add to the drug route, and he's still asking about Lucille. Yeah. Do you do you think they keep going back to her name and? Purposely mentioning her because we're gonna see her later in the episodes. I, I hope so. Like it has Jesus, to pay off some so. type of way, right? Yeah, because we we were talking on the last episode. Did we think that it would happen in these next three? Right, it and it didn't. didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Matter of fact, we went a whole episode with Gustavo not even in it. So I'm like, okay, they have to be. Don't keep asking these questions. What to, now? To be fair, let's right. be 100. If they never brought her up and she never showed up, we'd be like, so they just gonna drop that and nobody gonna nobody say gonna say anything about it. True. So to be fair, them asking the questions that's legitimate. Right. I don't know if this will pay off. I I would imagine so, man. It'll probably be at the ending real of another late episode. once you thought we forgot about it. We'll right. see her coming in somewhere. It'll be a cliffhanger. One hundred percent. Now I don't. I, I feel like what Gus is trying to do is just make sure that the ride is secure. He's spending money on both sides of the border, buying stash houses, buying little stores that they can run it through. Building back up the route similar to what Lucille had when they was getting the weed in and you seen it getting dropped off with the produce yep. in the earlier season. So that's kind of some backstory to what he's doing and people were confused. It's like why he's just walking around spending money. I don't know, though, what the whole situation with the dude in the wheelchair is. I remember they kind of had some beef in the first season. Yeah. And then the guys came after him, but they weren't really clear on how he's tying into this. Yeah, he's trying to use them for something. Yeah, so I ain't really clear on that. If you guys know, let us know in the comments. Yeah. Um. We get to uh, we get to Reed's girlfriend, ex-wife, baby mama, whatever you want to call it, yeah. and she's right there with Soledad's boss, the guy who she was working on the cover with. Yep. Soledad's missed her check-ins. He thinks something is wrong. How do he get in contact with her? That's a great question. Like, how do he know that she's tied in with this? So that leads us to believe that they maybe Reed is in trouble here. Because yep. if, if he worked with the DEA and he's reaching out to her who works for the CIA who's right. keeping tabs on Reed, maybe there's some kind of joint thing as to where they all this going to fall down and then when it does, it falls on Reed. And I think it is because the, the boys know that Soledad is missing and yes. Reed got something to do with this. Shit. They think. They yeah. trying to put two and two together. True. Now, I, I really she did a good job of playing poker here because That's I couldn't true. tell if she was trying to help him I and agree. this was new information to her. It looked no. It looked it looked new to her. It looked like she wasn't aware of this. Okay. And if not, she just act, she acted her ass off right then. If she True. did know, because she had me fooled. Yeah. I, I, she was looking like this was new. This is all kinda, new information. But even it being new information, she was like, oh no. The, she was almost playing it like, I highly doubt what you're talking about is true. Yeah. And, and but then again, you can look on her face like there's a little bit of Concern. foreshadowing that it might be her that's mm. next. Like, that's a good, she I didn't could end up, up in the Soledad position. Yeah, that's a good point. I, didn't, <laughs> I did not see that. Like that's that was the first thing that popped in my head, just kind of reading her face, and she was going through the, the thoughts of 
okay, this is new info. Okay, how do I play this off? And damn, it fucking around be me next. Like all of that was going through her head at once. Right. I think that this dude is gonna be a problem. This dude is gonna be a problem for Reed. He's gonna be a problem for Franklin. He's gonna be a problem for Gustavo. He wanna know what happened to his star agent and it's it's gonna come out. He's gonna continue to unravel strings. Oh, and, yeah. and and one of my predictions, I think, is that he is going to be one of the big reasons that everything come crumbling down. Or, or, or it's going to put Reed in a position where he has to choose. He got to get rid of his ex-wife mm. to, to cut that string. Well, he know Reed now, though. Remember? Uh, he brought him up. Oh, yeah, that's Because right. that was the last... Before Soledad was killed, that was the last person when she checked in that she told him she was meeting with because she did tell him That's what true. was going on. So he knows something about Reed, and he called him by his real name, Teddy McDonald. True. Ah, so he yeah. kind of know what's going on. He ain't really put two and two together yet. That's blowing it. He putting the ball in her court. Bitch, you better let me know what's going on before I blow the whistle on everybody. Yep. Yeah. So I this gonna he gonna have to be dealt with. And I don't think it's gonna be good for anybody <laughs> at all. <laughs> Uh, so everything came back with that. Unable to nail him down, Andre. Um, damn. So next after that, mm-hmm. we had Andre and Franklin. Where he got poor. Well, excuse me. Franklin was caught leaving the spot when Andre was following him. Right. Mm-hmm. Andre gets pulled over by the police. Yep. 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 And I'm skipping to this because I'm, I, I I didn't fully understand this. Why do you think that they threw him on the ground and, and were acting like he was just this random black dude? Like, I even though I got that he suspended, I didn't get he was on the outside of the blue wall now. they I, I think they didn't know it was him. They didn't really? know who he was. I thought that they worked. Oh, you just saying they, he told him his badge number. He told him he was a police. Yeah, that, man, they didn't give a fuck. Like, that yeah. seems weird. Where your badge at then? But I, I think once they called in and – Oh, okay, it is. Okay, all right, this is a real motherfucker. All right, my bad. And they was joking on him about losing his badge and shit. I don't think they knew who he was. Yeah, that seemed weird to me. So there's a lot of weird things. It wasn't clear at all. Right. Franklin did a lot of research in this episode, right? So his dad, it was fine. His dad told him the story about what was his uncle? Cousin Jack. Cousin Jack being killed and told him what happened. And Franklin went and did his research. He goes back to his dad. He's like, well, you put it like it was this big shootout, and it wasn't. So him, him finding the research for that, and also while he was there, he did the research on Reed. Because what he took from his dad telling him that was, you need to figure out who you're working for. And like I said about the DEA agent, Soledad's boss, it's all going to come unraveling from this. You need to figure out, is the blame going to fall on you when it all does ravel down? I think Franklin did a good job of figuring out, hey, I, I do need to figure out what's going on. But also, we kind of giving him a lot of leeway as to how smart Franklin is. Yeah, being able to figure all this out for some fucking micro photos at the <laughs> library, like this nigga figured out everything. Now. Nah, that was listen. This one of the reasons why this is what separates Franklin from a lot of people. Like his his dad told him the story about the cousin Jack being killed by the FBI, and mm-hmm. his whole purpose in telling him was. Bro, the, the gangster niggas you don't need to worry about. You'll see them coming a mile away. Right. That was the dope. Government, you won't see coming. It's them, it's all gonna come crashing down out in of a nowhere. Blink of an eye. Right. So you need to keep your eye on Reed. That was his whole purpose. So Franklin, being Franklin, hits the books and mm-hmm. doesn't just take his word and says, Okay, let me read up on this and see how and see, you know, let me validate this, which I thought was very smart. Right. He researched it and found out that that wasn't exactly how it went down. But 
that doesn't mean that his dad's message isn't still true. Still, still got to find out who Reed is, right? So, you still need a, to know who you're working with. And and that's Franklin kind of being a little too smart for his own good, though. Even though I think he still took his dad as his, his advice, and he'll still he still kind of was looking at. That's why he set the lunch up with Reed. Yes, he still he went to through pick with his that. brain. And I didn't really like how they tried to. Why do you think Reed was skeptical at the lunch? Why was? Why do you think Franklin has never did anything to him as to where he's like I should be skept, skept, sketchy, skeptical of this guy? But he asks asking the lunch. That is kind of weird, you know. They've never sit down had a meal. Franklin said, "So let's let's be grown men. Let's be adults. We're partners. We're making money together. Let's find out a little bit about each other." Yeah. Reed looked at him like he had six foreheads, five <laughs> eyes, ten tongues. He was like, "What? Do you, have lunch with you?" <laughs> That kind of struck me as odd. I know Reed got to keep a low profile, but it's also when you're doing this, there's a certain trust that you need to have from Franklin to do this. So you got to, I think, I don't think he did a good job playing his poker face, but Franklin expected this though. Yeah, no, I think that if you've been in a routine and doing something several times and then somebody throws a wrench in that routine, even if it is pancakes, mm-hmm. <laughs> then you're going to look like your, your guard, your antennas are at least going to be up a little bit. Right. You're going to be like, damn, that was odd. What the fuck this nigga asked me? About? Like, what? Yes. So I, I just think his antennas are up. And they should be, especially if you you, you need to be paranoid if you read. Um, You got 100 bricks in the trunk and yes, shit. Yes, and you, you want to go to Waffle House. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> you should be paranoid. True. This is true. So I this, thought that was dope, by the way. I like that scene. I did like it. I did like it. And that leads Franklin to Javi. And we you keep saying I'm Javi, man. Javi, it's Avi. Avi, Javi. But I, I pronounce it with the H. H. <laughs> Javi. So he go to Avi, and he kind of wants to make his point very clear to Avi that he's not playing about his money. So he got big guy, and he got Leon there. They pull the straps on Avi, who clearly wasn't expecting this, and not they got the ups on him. And he explains to him that he can give him a little bit more time to pay back at $1.5 million if he gives him information about Reed Thompson. Yep. Avi tells him, man, you could have just asked. <laughs> could he have just asked? Do you think that's true? I think he could have, but this is the new Nino new Brown version this, of Franklin. This is Walter White. This is Heisenberg, Franklin. Yes, this is by force, not choice. Mm. So I think he's taking that approach with things now. You got to let, let somebody like Javi know you for real. You just exactly, gotta let him that you're know. Not a little boy no yeah, more. like yeah, I, I, you, you been a little lax with the payments. I already, you already shucked me <laughs> into giving it to you. I peeped you out on that. Now you been a little lax, talking about ah, oh, you know, I have it next week. Like no. Nah. So I want you to know this is for real, and I also want you to know, in addition to me growing up, I'm figuring shit out too. This Reed Thompson dude, I need to know who that is. Yep. Give me all the information that you get. Avi reaches out to his p- connects in the Israeli government. And he gives him a whole big boy packet of information on Reed. Yeah. A lot of information in there. Yeah. Got his brother in there. Brother in there. That's not really his partner. That's his brother. All of this information in there. He may be looking too deep into that, though. This is my question, and you, yeah. you hit it on the head. Is this good or bad for Franklin? That's, you might be doing a little too much, bro. I think it's, I think he overthinking this part. Because, I get it. You need to be woke when it comes to who you're dealing with. But I don't think that 
okay, yeah, it's his bro. He called him in a lie. Mm-hmm. He, man, you said that was your partner. That's really your brother. What the fuck? Well, he, who he even works for? CIA. You ain't tell me. Did he know he was CIA? Nah, he didn't. Mm. That's a good point. So now that gives you reason for pause. Now right you there. wondering what the fuck is going on? It could be a setup. Yeah. Now, now man, y'all might just be using me the whole time. So Franklin, this information, I'm not sure if it's good or bad for him. So at this point, Franklin has to decide what he needs to do with said information. This is one of them situations where you know too much. Yeah. And sometimes ignorance is bliss. <laughs> and you, Especially if you want to run that checkup. That's what I'm saying, because now you're causing yourself to overthink shit. And yeah. you might be putting more thought into it than you really need, overanalyzing shit, being too analytical. Um, this might be one of them situations where now he, he's going to have to press read on that mm. and be like, yo, who is it? Why, why you didn't say this? He, that's what he really need to do. He needs to take the approach that he could have taken with Ivy, and he just pull up on Reed and keep it a thousand with him, mm. and don't try to pull the pistols on yeah. Reed and be like, Man, I don't. "Now, see, I disagree with you because I, I don't think you should pull the pistols on Reed at all." <laughs> <laughs> but also, I disagree with you in the sense of letting. I think that he's going to terrify. Uh, he's going to terrify him when he realizes that he knows this. And Reed, in turn, will do something in which he didn't plan on doing, something out the loop. You know, he'll get rid of Franklin, I feel like. Mm. What Franklin needs to do, knowing this information, knowing how deep Reed is, is start mapping an exit plan. Yeah. Like, if, if, if this nigga set me up to be the fall guy, what I need to start doing is looking around, seeing who can be the fall guy instead of me. Yeah. Whether that be man boy. Whether well, that be exactly. Unc, Leon. Don't do Leon. Somebody can't do Leon like that, really. Yeah, but. Damn. Set up a Scully Man, and Inglewood. And that goes to my buffer, what you was talking about with Man Boy. Yeah. I think that we're going to start to see Franklin, once he realizes information, how strong Reed may be able to do and when he decides that he don't need Franklin no more, that he's done with him and what that's going to cause for Franklin, in comes Man Boy to the picture. Hey, you want to get money, don't you? Just give me a little percentage. Introduce you to the plug. Yep. Figure out whatever y'all need to figure out. He wouldn't <laughs> you know catch it either. He would not catch it at all. Because that was his goal in the beginning, to be able to replace Franklin. Franklin put the carrot in front of the horse and say, hey, here you go. You can replace me. Some way or another convinces Reed on it as to where he ain't just dealing with some random street nigga and, and, and gives him the opportunity to trust him. I feel like that's the play for him. Because you have to start mapping your way out. Your dad's already explained it to you as far as when they got done with your cousin, what happened, even though we figured out how that happened in the end. There's no way that you're going to be able to present a case to Reed and successfully bow out if there's not anyone taking your place. Yeah. And if you're not going to bow out, then eventually it's all going to come falling down on you. So to prevent that, you need to find somebody else for it to fall down on. The question is, is that too obvious of a play? Like for us, is, yes. For man, boy, no. Okay, okay. Like he's not gonna pick up on it at all. All I think he would pick up on is I got the work now. I'm the man. Which he that that's his whole reason for even approaching Franklin in the first place. And which is why I also wouldn't see it as far fetched if the writers start to point it that way. Like some kind of way, Franklin says up, man, boy, and that's if we're going for happy endings here. Right, right, you right. You know, and, and man, boy, kind of takes the fall. Reed walks away. Franklin walks away. That's the the ten out of ten happy ending. We. we you know, would want to happen in a fairy tale life. I'm not sure if that's going to happen, but I think that's definitely there for us to see. The Birdman boy. Yeah, exactly. Because this already got picked up for for season four. So okay. that's been announced. So we know that, you know, moving forward, we're going to get more shit. It's gonna, we're going to get more storylines, more development. So mm-hmm. I don't know which character. But they're quick to introduce characters, as they you are. can see. Yeah. So I don't think anybody is safe. 
Yeah, one hundred percent. Speaking of being safe, this episode is kind of rounds out with Melody going to the party before she leaves. She did decide uh, with her dad that she's going to go off with. She's going to Clark. Clark that was Atlanta, a, that was a like good that. conversation that she had with her friend to come to that point to like, yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm tripping. That is dope. Yeah, when her friend was tripping. popping, the, I thought you know what I thought something was gonna happen with the French fries and shit, and they may have had a, like a fire or something right. crazy like that because they were kind of building tension for something to happen, <laughs> but it just wasn't in that scene. <laughs> I was the, burn the house. The fry <laughs> shit was weird to me, bro. Like who walks in and be like, you got some fries? That shit was like, random. What? I just let you know. It let me pour nothing. this Crisco on the oven. Like, come on. Ain't nothing popping in her crib. Nothing. Her crib. All. I know like snacks. The, the best thing you got is freezer fries. <laughs> come on, man. Snacks on zero. Done so. Snacks ain't nothing. But I did like the combo with her deciding to, okay, fine, dad. I'm going to go to college. Andre had the Kool Aid smile on his face when she was saying this. And she was like, but I need to go to this party first. Yes. And, you got to let me go to this party. As soon as she said that. Knew something was going to happen. That's just how TV works. Just didn't know right? what. Right? Just didn't know what happens. Uh, Melody goes to the party, has some fun, puts some makeup on to make sure that nobody can see the bruises from the fight that she previously had. Some lame old grinding up on her. <laughs> was this nigga, like, has she been talking to this I, dude? I don't know if this nigga just got lucky yeah, or he what. He on the right night. But he called her on the right night, shot his shot, and he was Steph Curry with that motherfucker. Yeah. He was going to sink it. Until he gets the urge to smoke crack. And this, <laughs> this part right here, because you see how when you see somebody hit the damn pipe and you how see, they look and they look right, crazy. Right. Who would want to be like, hey, let me try that. that. Hey, let me hit that. <laughs> pass that motherfucker. To be fair. You, this you've had crack and you understand what it feels like. Never tried crack before in my life. <laughs> 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 <Never>. <laughs> Never one tried that. But. This was before the backlash started to hit. You what could kind of see the people in the neighborhood. Her daddy was privy to it because he's outside every day. For sure. We oh, don't I see what you're know. Saying. Yeah, like he's seen the effects. Yeah, he's seen the effects of it. She thinking, all right, like like he said, it looks like a cool high. Got they you. still like chasing. They they teenagers. They're young. She's headed off to college. Yeah. Usually people smoke weed. Right, right, right. I'm not yeah, sure how the up. crack thing got. By the way, it was a crack era, but True. usually people would do that nowadays. They would smoke weed. They would take an X pill. It, it was more acceptable then than it is now to smoke crack. Right, right, right. So like you do have variations of this with people doing random stuff before they go off to school. Just had said it had Wilding to be out. her yeah. smoking crack. I cannot wait to see where this puts her. Why did why did so first of all Yeah, we got believe, a lot to impact right here. Yeah, I, I don't believe it takes effect that quickly. Is that T V? Yes. Nah, it do. I don't fucking believe 100%. it. One hundred percent. Like so the thing about crack Would you is, hit the crack pipe for ten million? No. You wouldn't do it for ten million, hit it one time? So here's the thing. Because I brought a crack pipe. Here's the thing about crack. Today. <laughs> no, here's the thing about crack. They say that first hit, like what you seen there, that when your pupils get big like that and gotcha. you hit it, that's probably the most amazing feeling in the world, other than doing heroin. That's what they say. I gotta find some crack. So with that being said, it doesn't do that every time, and it only lasts and for a short amount that. of time. Right. So now, in turn of getting high every time off crack, you're looking for that amazing high that you had those first couple of times, Chasing. which is how you get addicted to it. And the chemical balance of it hitting your brain that quickly and the dopamine. That's re- I listened to a whole podcast on stuff, you co- on stuff you know it was called crack. Uh, but it, it was really dope how they explained all of it. So, yeah, that's true. That's true to life, and they chased that the rest of their life, and that's how you get hooked on it. So would I hit crack for $10 million? No, absolutely. Well, I don't fucking that. believe 10 that. $10 mil- 
Well, I mean, tax free one time. You had to be like the best re. I'm going straight to the best rehab facility out there. <laughs> Off one hit, tough. Crackheads oh, like it, dude. I don't fucking believe. Fam, it. have you seen crackheads and what yes, they would I have, do for it? I seen niggas jump off roofs. This is true. Piss in the middle of stores. Nah, <laughs> get I don't hit by that. get hit by cars. Like <laughs> niggas would do anything for crack, dude. I don't want to know what that's like at all. Ah, uh, yeah, nah, I, I ain't, I ain't pissing on myself and getting hit by cars for, for no, nah, nah, for nah, no nah, bread. Nah. That ain't, the, that ain't the move. Nope. Um, but I will tell you what was, what was dope though. Her hitting the pipe the first time, mm-hmm. her face looked exactly how Wanda's face when she did it the first time mm. early on in, in the, uh, in the series. So I thought that was a dope callback. Yeah. Hopefully, you nah, know, that's not foreshadowing for how she about to be. She gonna be worse. Damn. Uh, hate it had to be her. Yeah, that's ugly. Fathers raise your dog. Well, I'll, well, actually, if she leaves tomorrow, oh, I'm taking. I'm doing to go to college. Days. No, she says she's leaving the college to go tomorrow. Right? Excuse me, leaving tomorrow to go to college. I wonder if she's gonna be looking for crack down in the A. Cause now she she didn't open this wound. She might think I'm cool with she it. She's gonna get it booming in the A. I can find a little crack on <laughs> air now and then. Hit it between books and studying and shit. And she's gonna be a full fledged addict. I just hate it had to be her, but I feel like how you think Franklin gonna react to this. <sighs> Well, actually, we don't even know if there's going to be a reaction because she's not. This is supposed to be her last night in town. That's true. So That's true. We, so he may not even get. Yeah, word this of may this. this may not happen. We may not get word of this. Biggest takeaways leaving out of this episode. We're left with what are you waiting on? What are your takeaways? Um, I'm interested to see if she even leaves to go to school in the first mm, place. She might be on out there after this. He really gonna hate Franklin then. She might see that's what that, that's what this is all building up to. This uh, is all building up to dominoes leading to Frank, Andre hating Franklin even more. Franklin versus Andre. That's because he is going to put this on him. Yeah. Because guess what? That crack probably. Can, I mean, we yeah. don't know, we don't but know we know who's supplying yeah. the streets. So it probably. So I thought that was super dope how right. they building that up. Like it's adding depth to. It's not just a simple good guy, bad guy, cop, robber situation. There's depth. There's layers to this because now his daughter finna be on that shit. Mm. And so now it, it, if he didn't have a reason to hate this motherfucker, he does now. So I'm super interested to see where they go uh, with that. Uh, any lingering questions that you're looking at? Like what's the big takeaway moving forward in these next three episodes? Uh, yeah, three episodes left. Man, I'm really anxious to see – what Franklin does with the Reed Thompson information, if he plays it as as well that we've seen Franklin play stuff in the past. Yeah. Every season we have a rough patch for Franklin. The first season, you know, when he got uh, robbed, went through that whole thing about getting robbed. That was rough. Second season he went to jail, that was had an attempted murder on him. How, how are they going to turn up the heat going into these three episodes where Franklin feels that much of a backlash? And I think it's going to come from the read information. Mm. I think that's what we're going to deal with. It's something about that information is going to spark read not to trust Franklin anymore. And we'll see how that turns out. Also, again, um, the Solar Debt's boss. Yeah. Definitely think he's going to play a big factor in stuff happening and stuff starting to unravel. Uh, for the guys that, that we're rooting for. That's but, a good point, though. There's always been some type of major conflict yeah. for Franklin directly. Like, D- I know the raids and stuff, but with. that we're talking about for him as a person. So yeah, whether it being robbed or locked up. So yeah. something has to happen in these next three, four episodes. I would four. say the next episode. Really? I would think the next episode he deals with it, that episode and the previous episode, then we have the finale as to where we kind of wrap everything up. But I do think that it's coming soon. We'll have that adversity for Franklin and see that he how he's able to deal with that. Uh, we're gonna lose somebody. 
Somebody, I think we're gonna lose a major character, Auntie Leon, uh, uncle, uh, mom, dad. I don't want it to be, man, but I think it might be Jerome, bro. Because oh. jamming Jerome is, is he's, he's, he's giving, really trying to get out of the bro, game. He's trying to get out. And you know what happens when niggas try to get out of the game. It bro. happened and paid in full. Happened in Minnesota the, Society. That'd be all. the one. <laughs> yeah. That'd be that'd the be one the that it happened to, go to, bro. So I, I'm thinking, because he even in this situation, he was like, hey, bro, I want you to stash this at this. He's like, bro. He's like, like, this is a, a fam, like, hey, nephew, jamming Jerome. Yeah, like, nephew, this my spot. Y'all got y'all shit. You got the crib. Yeah. Old girl got the club. I, this is me. I want this spot. And y'all running my shit hot now. Mm. So there has to be repercussions from that. And maybe Jerome feels some resentment toward Franklin. Like, bro, I talk, when, when shit starts hitting the fan, he gonna be like, nephew, I told you, bro. I told you what was going to happen. Yep. I tried to tell you what was going to happen, and you kept your foot on the gas. He might sing, too. Ooh, I don't see that in Unc. I don't see that. He might sing. If you try to be tell rough him. for Ooh. Jerome. Maybe, you think maybe him and uh, the cops, what's the cop's name? I can't think of Andre. Right you think maybe Jerome and Andre have a conversation mm. in Franklin's best interest. He's getting out of hand. Thank yeah. it's in Franklin's best interest. Yeah, that may be something that happens. Watch out for that. Because Jerome and Andre that. really have they interacted? I'm trying to think. Not other than when he was in, other than him being in that house when the guys were whooping his ass. That's probably the really only interaction that I remember. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was pretty I'm, much that, it that, on that. That would be a good scene. And I want to see the what Teddy did does with the whole crazy Colombian that he's dealing with, <laughs> and how they're going to make these this plot line make sense for us. Yeah. Great scene with him smashing Gale in the club too. By the way, yeah, no, that was good. That was yeah, I was here very great. Scene. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, that, that was for sure. Top tier FX moment right there. Uh, what else do we have from this episode? Takeaways, questions, anything on your end? What's up with Gustavo? Where we at with him? Gustavo laying the route out. I think that Gustavo is going to come in as he's done in other seasons. When Franklin was out there, he saved him from getting robbed that time when he tried to go out True. there. He saved the day in season two. I can't put my finger on how, but I think that, that that's his role. Some kind of way we get Gustavo swooping in, maybe saving Reed mm. from some dealings with the Colombians. Because we see that he's over on that side of the border. He's setting stuff up. Some kind of way or another, you're going to get some backlash with the guy in the wheelchair and his wife that he's trying to move over there. That's going to be interesting to find out what happens there as well. Yeah, yeah I'm here for uh, it, man. These next three should be good. I, I do feel like we'll see uh, our girl come back within one of these three episodes, like you said, too. We said that last time. We did say that. This, this <laughs> These got to be the three, though. This got to be one of the three right here. Yeah, um, so you're grading it, man. Big takeaways. My grade for these, these this three pack right here, man, is an A. Yeah, these are I, I, I like these. I was satisfied with every episode. All the endings kept me one more. I've rewatched them twice. So, yep. yeah, definitely an A on this pack. What you got? Yeah, it's an A minus. I want a little bit more clarity in terms of um, Gustavo and Reed's situation. Mm. I still think Franklin's plot is driving the show. But I'm I'm still here for the other two. I just think they could tone, spice it up just a little they bit. They need some action. But, but. But Franklin's just so dope with yeah. the layers with the daughter and it's just they just they 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 cooking right now with hot grease. That is a fact. Um and I'm looking forward to these next three for sure. That is true. I can't wait to see it. Appreciate y'all joining us for Snow School. The final pack of these. Actually, we're going to do two more episodes. Y'all be on the lookout for that. We'll do the season finale separate, and we'll do the next pack of episodes. So be on the lookout for those. Snow School is the name of the podcast. We appreciate your support. And anything that you want to hear on the future episodes, please let us know. Check out realvillemedia.com. Absolutely. Don't forget, too, John Singleton. What type of effect um, do you think his lack of being on the show moving forward will be? Oh, that's a great question. Someone asked our, that. Yeah, one of our listeners had that, and I think that was a great question. Uh, I don't know. It's been written well this season. 
I'm Agreed. not sure how much input that he had before he passed, but I am. This season was done, by the way. Before it was he before passed. it was done before he passed. Okay, yeah. so well, I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure. I, I need to do some research on the people that that are writing now and that are contributing to the show. I don't. It's 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 gonna be hard to mess this up. No, no, nah. it's gonna be Both hard. Can fuck up a show. That, now. That's true, but it's gonna be hard to mess this up, especially this far along. So. Yeah. What do you think? We're missing his because he he directed a couple. You know he direct he he'll hop behind the lens every once in a while. Right. And we're missing the John Singleton Ooh. effect from it all. Yeah, I, I have seen that. Yeah. I don't think that the writing's falling off any because, like you said, it's already been planned out. But um, yep. I ain't, I haven't seen it yet. I hope I hope we don't, man. And I, I know think, he's the mind behind it. He's one yeah. of the minds behind it, but that doesn't necessarily mean that. He's. I don't know how involved the day to day plots and things of that nature. How he was. I. I just don't know. We just know he created. He was behind it along with other a couple of other people. Um. Man, I just it just. First of all, rest in peace, John Singleton. We're sitting there talking about his role on the show, but yeah. obviously, rest in peace. He's a legend. Um. You know, in this game, so it, it's some slaughter. He's no longer here. But just speaking in terms of his effect or not on this show man i just i just hope we don't it got renewed i hope we don't see it fall off a cliff man like they need to keep the same style the same swag man the same music the soundtrack inspire like just just keep that shit popping man and and i think it'll be okay franklin's driving it he's acting his ass off yeah the guy's body in it uh the directors from this uh so far we have logan gibbons aaron feely Mm. Tanya Hamilton, Carl Seaton, and Ben Younger. So those are the people that have contributed so far as far as directing. We'll have some more information on those guys before we end up snow school and kind of look into the future of it for season four on our finale episode. We'll touch base with the writing credits and the directors and the people that are putting the show together and what we can expect for season four. How about that, fans? Yeah, that'll work, man. And again, episode seven, eight, and nine, we'll do that, and then we'll have one special dedicated for the finale. Yes, man. Y'all stay on the lookout for these in your feed and everywhere else you support Realville Media. Support the real to ease. We appreciate you. Hello. Way more chemical than political PTSD from what I wait on the digital It was snowfall and Reagan gave me the visual Obama opened his doors knowing I was a criminal